Shut up and sit down. Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to a blessed, fantastic, wonderful, brand new episode of Third Shift. This is episode 237, if you don't know. We've been going long and strong. That's what she said. Yeah, well, with that being said, I am, of course, Mr. Eric, one of your hosts. With me today is the inglorious bastard himself, the mighty number nine, Mr. Matt. Man, how's it going? How's it going, Matt? It's going great because that is what she said. So <laughs> it feels fantastic. It feels right on a Saturday night. And as for this week, man, this week for one day, for one night, was the best. Was the best week ever. It was a fantastic night. The St. Patty's Day party, you, me, James, and Shay at the cabin. My God. One of the best moments ever. Mm-hmm. Laughing until you literally wanted to be sick or dead. Yes. It was just amazing. The best pizza I've ever eaten in my whole life. My God. Mm-hmm. Wonderful times. And then I came back here and went to work. And so it's just been miserable. But what's not miserable, of course, in the video game front, Animal Crossing New Horizons, it's a fun, fantastic project every single day. I think of something new to do. I've been in the middle of building this, been in the middle of building that. I don't know if anything's ever going to get done, because by the time I do it, I'm going to have to redesign it, because I'm going to have a better idea for it. And oh, it's going to be so much fun. And it's always fun. And it's a great game. It's a great time. Another great time that I had. Quantum Break. I 100% completed it. All the achievements. All the everythings. All the all the doodads. All the bells and whistles. I did that after we did the show last time. So that was way early in the week. But then I got done with it and I went, man, you know, it wasn't like a dark game. But, you know, characters swearing, you're shooting people. My second playthrough, I was picking all the bad decisions, you know, at the two little break points. And I went, man, you know, I need something light and colorful and fun. Obviously, Animal Crossing is that, but I was like, man, I need some kind of games pass game that's just just like fluff and fun and good times and happiness. And I found that in New Super Lucky's Tale, which is on the games pass for free, obviously. 3D platformer, little cartoon really fox good. dude. Mm-hmm. Everything's cheery and happy and fun. And I played it and I was like, yeah, this gives me that Mario Odyssey vibe. This gives me that Astro's Playroom vibe. And it was, it's not hard. You could tell it's, you know, mostly kids, a little collect-a-thon type of game. But it was fun. And it was cheery. Mm-hmm. It was what I needed. And I went, yeah, this feels good. And I was 100% complete in levels like this, that, and the other thing. I like the other couple gameplay styles that go through it. You know, you got like Landless Runner stuff. You got the little, you're in the Marble Madness type things. So different types of the stages, 2D, 3D stages. A lot of fun. For, you know, a little free Games Pass game. Well, not f- it's not normally free, but I got the Games Pass, so it's free on the Games Pass. It was what I needed. And I figure every now and then when I need that little jolt to just, ah, all right, the world's okay. I'm going to pop that in, play it, and 100% beat that game pretty soon. Or maybe not pretty soon, but eventually. Someday. Down the road, someday. And I feel like something else just came up recently in the last day or two, but I can't think of what it is. So I'm just going to throw it back to you, Eric. Eric, my dude. My buddy. How was your week this week? Mm-mm. Let me tell you, you wasn't wrong. That Friday, man, just... Whew, God bless. Going up, driving up north, boo, getting in there, getting that internet going, popping in the systems, getting all our shows rock and roll, and pizza laughing till you're literally like, all right, I'm going to be sick. I can't laugh anymore. I can't. I got to stop. 
I, I, That's the best. I was laughing so hard, I felt my like my head was going to burst like a bubble when you <laughs> laugh that hard and you're just beat red in tears. It's like I, I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna die. God, it was so good. It was so good. Uh-huh. Such a good time. Definitely needed. Gotta get more of those spaced out throughout the year because yeah. Man, it changes your perspective. It's just like that three-week trip, you know, when you take off for work and you go somewhere and you start to realize you're actually a human and you're mm-hmm. supposed to, like, live and do things <laughs> that are fun. And you go, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not just some automaton that goes to a company and works just to pay bills and survive and exist. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I totally forgot. I forgot there's places in this world full of wonder and fun and, mm-hmm. like, beautiful things. Wow, it's amazing. It's bizarro, as they'd say. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, that was an enjoyable time. Don't worry, everybody. The four of us that went, we're COVID-free. You know, we've been hanging out this whole time. So if we had passed it to one another, it would have been passed long ago. So don't worry. We're not not spreading the contagion. What are you talking about? Nobody hangs out with me. This is the first time I've seen you f***ers in like three years. Well, maybe Matt will get it. Maybe Matt can get it. (laughs) But it doesn't sound like it right now, so I think he's fine, especially since we're a week apart at this point. So there you have it. That was that. As for games played this week, uh, I will say Outriders, but that's kind of a lie. I mean, I I booted up and did one mission this week, so it it was played. It was played. But it was just one mission, because I'm kind of trying to save, you know, just playing and having a good time for when me and Matt get to play and have a good time. Uh, so hopefully tomorrow that's going to, uh, be solved. I'm, I'm really hoping so because I'm really wanting to get in there and play some more. I can't wait for this game to come out. And before I jump off that topic, we'll do it live on air. What are we going to do, Matt? Are we, are we going to finagle some kind of humdrum here and play on Game Pass? Or are we going to get it on the PlayStation and do it as usual? (sighs) When you, when you talked about us getting it on the PC and doing it through the Games Pass, I was like, well, we really should, but I don't. Part of me just doesn't want to, because like we've said before, playing on PC just doesn't doesn't jive with me, right? And especially like if it's a Borderlands night, come on, man, you I gotta don't. have that. I mean, I know you would like mm-hmm. literally. Pl- I would plug the controller in and have the controller in my hands, yeah. but I'd be wired up to something. something you gotta extra. be like freeform wild man Jones. Like when you get up to you know use the restroom, you throw the controller and you throw the headset. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't and be able to do off. that. I'd be like, oh, hang on, guy. Oh, right now. Ooh, 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 ooh. Hang on. Put this down. Put that down. Get the headphones out of my ears. Scoot. Yeah. It, it wouldn't feel right. So I, I think we got to go PS5 or something, man. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I was swinging. I didn't want to, of course, because of course it's yeah. literally free in the other one. But I'm like, I don't know. It just ain't right. If it ain't on the PS5, you know? I, uh, yeah. It's just weird. I wouldn't be able to wear my Turtle Beach headset that I've been wearing gaming with you since the PS4 times we've been gaming, since the very uh-huh. start of that. Exactly. So, I don't know. So, I feel weird and dirty saying, hey, we should go buy the video game when it's literally free. Free but... on the other side there, right there. Free. But we gotta. We gotta. I know. Yeah. I, I know. I figured that's the way it would go. I figured. So. Okay. was not unexpected. But just the tiny parts, like man, you know, gotta you know, scrimp, save them bucks, you know, be thrifty. I know. Hey, you're getting that stimulus money. You got like sixteen kids and a wife, so you got like nine thousand dollars coming in. It's already gone. Char- you know, Charles from Xerox came in and said he's got like a million kids and he's he's got nine thousand dollars. So I know, I know you got the big one. You know what? Well, we had to buy that new eighty-inch TV. We had to buy that new boat. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
We'll see if it'll work out. Because next time we go to the cabin, we'll just you drive up with the boat, and we'll all just be drunk in, on a we'll boat in the, the middle lake. of the lake. And then we'll crash right to the side. We'll, we'll fly overboard. We'll wake up in the sand like they do in all the video games, not knowing what That's happened. Right. It'll be a zombie world by that point because <laughs> exactly. we'll somehow have been frozen and preserved, mm-hmm. like like those preserved logs that like float in the lake that are thousands of years oh, old. Yeah, That'll be us, us bobbing in the lake, mm-hmm. and then we'll wash up. Oh man, that was a wild party. Oh my gosh, oh, no. dinosaurs have repopulated the earth or whatever. The apocalypse has already happened. Oh wow, squids are now the dominant species. Oh, what is happening? That'd be so awesome. Squids mm-hmm. like lurching around. Oh man. <laughs> You know how fast they are? They're quick. I know. Lightning strike. They'd be getting us. We'd be screwed, man. They get out of the hole, like Mm -hmm. in the wall this big. Yeah, they go go. right up your butt. No bones, man. Right up your butt. No bones. They just go inside your body and burst out. No, that's how it happens. Everyone we see is a squid person, because there's a squid literally inside them, puppeting them like a marionette. That's it. Working the vocal cords. Hello, buddy. How's it going? Why do you sound so weird? Well, that's how humans sound now, dude. You're fine. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's how most of the people I work with sound anyway. Uh See, it's fine. (laughs) Perfect. I like it. I can get on board with this idea. So, with that being said and done, the other game I played was Nier Automata. Surprise, surprise. All right? A beautiful game. It's so much fun. It's wonderful. But as I told Matt a few days ago, I said, all right. It's time to be done, though. I feel like I've gotten my Nero Automata. I feel like I love those characters and I love that world, but I need it to wrap up now. I played for a few more hours, and I was like, man, i got to be close. Played for about three, four more hours, and I'm still on this this particular playthrough. And I'm like, it's got to be wrapping up. There's got to be some kind of finish to the story. And then the downside but upside is i got to play through one more. i got to play through mm-hmm. D. So I'm like, all right. Yeah, hopefully D is like a nice, succinct, quick, like down and dirty, finish the story, you're doing one big thing, because I don't remember the ending. Well, I remember the ending ending, but I don't remember the build up to that ending. So I'm like, all right, I don't remember, and I hope it's quick, because, man, like I said, I love this game, but it's definitely at that point where I'm like, all right, I want to wrap this up, I want to get on to something different here and keep moving. I'm trying to remember at the point you're at now, are you going up the tower thing? I already got to the very top of the tower, and now I'm A2 going to the top of the tower. Okay, that's that's all. That mm-hmm. it, It's it's quick. You're just doing that. Okay, good, good. Because I'm like, man, we got to be getting there. Something's got to finish up here. And I won't spoil anything, but you just have to do that part again to get the other ending, basically. Okay. Sweet. And that's kind of what I figured because I had seen like a, I was looking for a specific answer to a question about something else. Yeah. And I saw that there was an answer, two things you could do with 2A. And so I was like, okay, I bet on the last playthrough, you just make a decision with 2A to Correct. 9S yes. and, and then you get the ultimate thing and there you go. So cool beans. That's really good news because I love the game, but like I said, I want to finish up. So I'm hoping that this weekend is the final time i play the game i get in there and i just boom 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 do the thing get on with my merry life because uh as we discussed outriders does officially launch in like two weeks uh we got it takes two uh several other games and like with the game pass i want to get going on some stuff i got to get back into control dlc there's a lot of stuff going on let it be done there's a lot of stuff all right it's too much there's still too much stuff there's going still on. too much so that's my week that's what we've done that's what i've done wow what a day 
that's what we've done. But one thing I'm excited to do, and this is like a little bit further in the future, but what I'm going to do tomorrow is do what I said I should be doing on the Watch Plan, and that's jumping back into the Outer Worlds and playing and streaming that and having a great time. And what better time to do it than now when the Murder on Eridanos DLC just dropped on St. Paddy's Day. I didn't dive too much into all this, all the details and all the spoilers of this because I'm going to be playing it. But basically, you're going to Eridanos. You're starting out this beautiful like luxury resort hotel. It's this place with all these floating islands, like the big hotels in the middle, and then floating islands and big bridges all the way around it. And there's been a murder of a big, you know, essentially Hollywood starlet. And you and your crew go in, and you're the detectives. You've been hired to solve the murder. So you're going around talking to people, asking questions, going out here. Oh my God, talk to that guy. It opened up a bunch of side quests, but each side quest also sort of ties into the murder, gives you additional clues, things to read, backstory on this character, backstory on that character. And in this DLC, you get to actually solve the murder, do all the stuff, do all the interviews, talk to all the people, make a choice. The only downsides I've heard are the combat's not that great, but who plays out of worlds for the combat? Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, there's like a final boss of the DLC that doesn't really change based on who you accuse. But the good things I've heard about the DLC, it's a brand new world. It's all colorful. It's all beautiful. And the dialogue in this one is superb, fantastic. There's so many characters, such rich characters. I think it was the VG247.com review that I read that said, characters now don't just have a dialogue tree. They've got a dialogue forest. And I went, yes, sir, sign me the hell up for that. Because that's what I love most about the Outer Worlds is the characters and the dialogue and the writing and the story and everything. And this sounds like all of that, all my favorite stuff in one DLC. And what better time to play this? Because there's also been a super secret sneaky patch, a little 12 gigabyte patch. If you're just sitting there with the Outer Worlds on your console or on your PC, you're like, huh, what's this big giant 12 gig update I got? Well, now it's been optimized at least on the next gen systems, and I'm assuming PC as well, for 60 FPS. I watched a little bit of footage of that, somebody playing it through on their PS5, and I went, hot diggity daffodil. This game looks beautiful. It looks so smooth and crisp. They're running around, no screen tearing, no stuttering, no nothing, just whoosh, whoosh, Vista, graphics, beautiful smoothness. And I went, oh, baby, I can't wait to play it. I can't wait to play it and stream it live at twitch.tv slash thirdshift me tomorrow on Friday, but day off, it's going to be so wonderful. Now, I'm not going to get to the DLC because the level requirement is, I think, at least 25, recommended 30. So this is definitely end game stuff, but it sounds like they saved... The best, in my opinion, for last, check out Murder on Eridanos. If you got the Outer Worlds, you got to get the DLCs for it because you know the game's great. You know the DLCs are great. Get it and have a fantastic time with me. I'm going to do it too. It's going to be great. God bless. Speaking of great and having a good time, I got a, a few quickies today, all right? We've talked about these games on previous you know, releases and episodes, etc., so I'm not going into detail today boys and girls, but I want to make you aware. Apex Legends is out right now on the Nintendo Switch as of March 9th. That's a title made by Respawn. It's their Battle Royale. Now, I will say this. Of course, if you already have a PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, you know, the new Xboxes or a really good PC, those are the places you'll probably want to go to play Apex Legends because the graphics are going to be better, uh, the, the, the frame rates, everything. Everything will be better there. However, the really cool part is if the Switch happens to be your only system 
or you want to play while you're on the toilet, in your bed, you know, doing funky junk, whatever it is, the weird things, you can now play Apex Legends. And as I just mentioned, just be aware that guess what? Frame rates are lower, the, the, the graphics have been dumbed down some, field of view has been diminished, and the only really bad note that I've heard besides the typical graphics kind of stuff, which I don't mind that much, is the fact that they've had to blur the environment to, to a state where enemies aren't really visible sometimes. And in a Battle Royale game, it's really important to be able to see what the hell's going on and where the enemies are. And if, if it's blurry and you can't see, if you got it up on the, the system where you're playing with PC peeps and the PS5 peeps, you're going to get smoked. So you're going to want to turn it off and just play with Switch, people. Okay? Promise. The only thing I know about these kind of games is you got to be a pixel hunter. You got to see that one little mm-hmm. pixel of that dude's face and click. I got him. I got him. I did it from a mile away. So if you got a blurry mess, I, how can you pixel hunt in just a mess of blurs, man? You can't. Hence why they do give you the option to stick with all Switch peeps only. But if you do have friends that are on other consoles, and like I said, this is your only one, you can at least still play with them now. You won't be the best player, but you can still have fun with your friends in Apex Legends. And it's free of charge. So what's the harm? Go download it, see if it's cool, see if you like it. If not, whoop, delete, gone. Doesn't really matter. There's no harm, no foul. With that being said, comes the second one. Crash 4. This one is not free, folks. This one's been out a while, but just came to the Switch. It is out now for you to play. If you don't have any other system, once again, here's the the whole shtick. A fantastic game. Uses the brand new Unreal Engine. Great graphics. Looks gorgeous. Handles and plays just like all the old Crashes do. So if you don't like Crash Bandicoot, you're not going to like this one. But if you did like all those old Crash Bandicoots, you're going to love this one because it stays very, very true to the Crash Bandicoot legacy. Now, as with everything with the Switch, the frame rates are down, the graphics are down, but it's not to such a degree this time around that I think it's really that bad. And plus, it's a crash game, so it's cartoony graphics, mm-hmm. so it's not like you're like, HD, oh man, his hair oh, is all blurry, pfft. no, but it's fine. Yeah, and as uh, one review did say, I'll, I'll kind of repeat this, in that the old ones were always 30 frames per second, so the fact that you're dipping down from 60 on the you know the new consoles down to 30, and it's just like you're playing old school Crash. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. So with that being said, I do really enjoy Crash. It's something I used to play quite a bit. It's not like my jam jam. You know, I'm not in love with it. Like I'll live and die by Crash. But I did play it and I did enjoy myself with it. And so I'm really tempted to get out on the Switch just because I feel like that's one of them, like you said, cartoony fun games. It just makes sense there. So if you got kids, and I say this lightly because it crashes hard, but you can put it on easy mode. If you got kids or you yourself just love a cartoony fun game, as Matt said earlier, with Super Lucky and want to have a good time, this might be right up your alley. Now, this one isn't on the list, Matt, but I added it, okay? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not in the show notes. I was getting I ready to transition to yeah, make you a were. segue. I knew I you were. You can't uh, transition. I was leaning up on the microphone. I was hiding uh-huh. behind the little, I, little I saw spit you. shield. I saw you, buddy. Oh, yeah, here we go. I'm moving on. I just want to say real quick, and we won't talk about it much. That Doom Eternal's new DLC hits today as we're talking. So as you're listening, it's already out. You can go buy it. The Ancient Gods Part 2 is out. 
And I, you know, it's funny because I'm like a poser at this point. You know, I love Doom Eternal. I was going to call you out on this. You're never going to play it. I played half the game and I was so stoked for the first DLC. I'm like, Mm. I can't wait to finish the campaign and get into that DLC. Now the second DLC is out and it's Uh super cool looking. The trailers are so freaking gorgeous and awesome and look great. The whole Doom Slayer story and lore is just bananas out of this world and I'm all for it. So... I was immediately hooked. I was immediately like, yeah, that's what I do. That's me. And then I laughed and I said, no, it's not, you joker. You're a failure. And I went, oh, man. (laughs) But I I still got to rep it. For all the new systems, if you guys love Doom Eternal, guess what? That second DLC is now available for you to get in there and continue the war with hell. And I super advise you get in there and handle business. And Doom Eternal is free on Games Pass. So oh, just get that yes. and then buy the oh. DLC and it's, you can play it just for the price of the DLC. It's insane. You don't got to pay for nothing. It's awesome. Uh-huh. It's great. But that was a game you played for a long time and then stopped playing. Hey, speaking of that, we got shift codes for Golden Keys in a game we did that same thing with. It's Borderlands 2. Now, granted, we played that for like hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of hours before we stopped playing it. But get yourself a free loot and a fantastic game. Hit up the Twitter, throughout the forums, the Instagram, and do that thing. This is one I can't say. This I can't say, hey, Eric, we should go back and start playing new characters on this one because we did it twice. We did yeah. it twice. Mm-hmm. We can't do it anymore. Didn't we? We actually did it three times. Three times. We? Three times Jeez. we did it, man. All right. We're, we're good. We did. We did. We're good. That one's two. fine. We're all done with that one. We never beat Master G, but that's fine. We played enough. I played yeah. enough Borderlands 2. We did indeed. We did. Now, what we didn't do is buy enough stuff over at that Borland store and the Steam store sale and all this other crap. You know I don't follow this stuff for a while. But I do know <laughs> that Borland's gearbox, they said, hey, guys and gals, go pay attention to what we're doing. We've got all kinds of freaking games and things on sale right now. So I took a little sneaky peek and I said, oh, what's on this Steam sale? And it's everything on the sun. Borland's free, 50% off, 55, 67, blah, 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 blah. There's a huge sale going on. Matt might want to add to this, but I'll tell you, you need to get over there and check it out. I do want to add to this because Tales from the Borderlands just resurfaced on all the digital storefronts. It did. That's on sale now. I think it's 20 or 25% off. So if you didn't get it before and you were holding off, it's on sale already. Like, I mean, it was on sale, but now it's like on sale. It was for sale, but now it's on sale. You get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It just came out and already there's a price reduction on it. And it's a fantastic game, and everybody needs to play it because it is 100% my favorite piece of Borderlands content or media ever made. So get it. If you have all the other games, you know what? You don't need to rebuy them again if you don't want to, but get this one. If you had it before, rebuy it anyway because it's great. It is great. And I'll tell you, while you're doing that, go get Borderlands 3 if you haven't gotten it. It's 50% off. Mm-hmm. I can promise you, promise you that it's worth 50% off. Oh, yeah. Like Even if you're only mildly or too averagely interested You'll get your money's worth with 50% off this game. Mm-hmm. In fact, you might even become a lover of said Borderlands 3, Borderlands World, and then you're going to go back and get the Borderlands 2, Tales from the Borderlands, pre-sequel, Borderlands 1, Game of the Year edition, and you're going to love everything and everyone around you. And you're going to hop into the Borderlands community and you're like, wow, what did I miss all these years? And speaking of hopping into Borderlands, even if you don't like video games, we got Borderlands news for you. Because Haley Bennett has been cast in the Borderlands movie in, according to every single article, a mysterious role. Because her character is going to have ties to Lilith's secret past or to the past of Lilith. And you know who Lilith is. You know what Lilith is. That's got to be what this character is also. 
You know what I'm talking about? No, no spoilers she, for the movie. Is she the thing? Okay. She must be. She must be yeah, a thing like, too. Yeah. There's got to be like a like a Maya Ava situation here, maybe like that mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, Herrick, I know you love Haley Bennett. I know you've seen a movie that she's in. Can you guess what it was? <laughs> no, I can't. Because I was just about to say, I don't know who this Haley Bennett is. But hey, whatever. She's the girl from Hardcore Henry. So you've seen her a million times. Oh my From gosh. all the other times we've been hanging out with James. That's so true. And he true. puts it in every time. But every time I was, you know, drinking the beers and not really understanding what was going on. So Exactly, yes. Can't be held responsible, as the song would say. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and you know the other thing I can't be held responsible for? Is knowing what Randy Pitchford is going to put on Twitter next, okay? That's true. I can't be held responsible. No one can be held responsible responsible for that <laughs> he put out a little bit today about how would people feel about gearbox getting on the ps5 vr bandwagon when it goes live which of course if you don't know a week or two ago now time is weird i don't remember what it was playstation just randomly came out of the blue hey yeah we're working on the next uh, vr unit and we're gonna bring it to you some point and today like just today or yesterday they showed off I don't know if it was concept art, but it looked mm. like human hands holding the thing. They showed off first looks at the controllers and all that stuff. And okay. it looked like an Oculus controller to me, brother. I don't know about you. Well, I'm pretty sure you know you, you take inspiration from people who did it right and you move forward. That's what you do. And not to get too far off the story of Randy Pitchford saying that, because that is very cool. But man, this thing looked cool. It said it had the adaptive triggers. It had like finger uh-huh. sense technology to even know just where your fingers are resting without pressing any buttons. And oh, gee, my favorite thing that I saw in that one picture of like floating hands holding the thing, I didn't see no wires anywhere. So that's what yep. will actually get me to sign up for that because wires and plugging things in and falling over and wrecking my TV, I'm not going to do that. Well, there'll be no wires on the controllers and one wire for your PS5 unit. There's one. <sighs> just one, Matt. That's not bad. That's getting, not bad. I'm getting grouchy. You gotta, getting you, gotta, you gotta remember. You gotta remember. If you take away the wires, you take away the power. So, just like with the Oculus Quest, yeah, it's super cool. You pop the thing on your head and you're rocking and rolling, but it can only handle like base, lower gen graphics, and that's it. So, I'm willing to sacrifice one accord... For some high-end, new graphics, new everything. Because that's what I was going to go with this, man. As I am very excited. But I'm also hesitant. Because, as we saw, these things were expensive as all get out. Mm. Like, ridiculous. And then, of course, what you got was, you know, lower-end graphics, fun time. But still, everything you're playing is definitely not up to speed with what you currently play on your, you know, your general consoles and or your PC. Mm-hmm. I am very excited that this could be the next leap. To where we're actually in VR with graphics that are comparable to what we're playing on with our PS5s and stuff. And I, I, there's no base for this. I don't have right, any right. idea if this is actually accurate. But my hope is my hope. You know what I mean? And, and I, and I got to get a little hyped about it and go, this maybe this is where the leap really comes into play and the next gen hits. Or at the very least, maybe you're playing with high-end PS4 graphics in your face. Because yes. I feel exactly. like with I feel like with the hand and head tracking, it's got to take effort from somewhere and i feel like graphics are the easy one if there's no wires dangling off the controllers to have me tripping up and there's just one wire 
I'm excited for it. I'm cautiously optimistic and excited, like I always say, because I want to see how much this is. Mm-hmm. Because PSVR originally was as much as another PS4, basically. So oh, now yeah. you got PS5, which is more expensive than that. Mm-hmm. So how much more expensive is this going to be? I'm worried about that when you could just get a Quest and just do simple stuff for 300 bucks on the cheap cheap. Mm-hmm. It looks good. It sounds really good. As we've said, adaptive triggers are the way of the future. That's what you got to do. So it sounds amazing. I just want to see that price tag. I want to see that price tag. And I also want to know if they're going to play ball with some of the uh, third parties and what they're creating. Because I just saw the other day, and by other day, I mean like three weeks ago, maybe more, a commercial where somebody has created and has put out this brand new thing where it's just like uh, Ready Player One. It's this crazy unit you stand in, and when you walk, it just walks with you. It's like a uniball. goes yeah, in all yeah. directions, and then you put on your Oculus Quest or whatever VR unit you have, and then you're, it now synchronizes with it, and when you're walking, it's walking and doing its thing, and when you're moving, and I'm like, are they going to play ball with some of these third-party you know, side things and incorporate that to where if I did spend the big bucks and bought that unit and get it set up down in my basement in a little den here... And pop on the headset with the new cool triggers, brand new graphics, and this really cool unit where when I'm walking, I'm walking in the game, running, etc. I want that experience. I want to keep moving forward into the full VR to the point where I'm laying in a bed and just disappear and never come out again. And this is the next step for it. You know what I mean? I mean, that sounds really good, but I don't see PlayStation working with anybody. No, that's yeah. If they can true. get it just like some kind of like translation cable from the back of your PS5 third party jury rig thing, you gotta unscrew one thing and void your warranty. The third party people will be able to figure it out, but Sony won't be like just like, hey, yeah, just plug on in and get the data. They'll do what they always do. If it's successful and then there's enough units sold of this new stand in thing that allows you to do all the extras. Then they'll make their own one. They'll either make their own one or they'll hire one of the one of those third-party Yahoo's to yeah. make the unofficial official PlayStation version yeah. of said unit. So you know, I guess it'll depend on how well it does and how interactive it really is. I'm looking forward to it. Let's take a branding iron and put Sony in it, and it'll be five hundred <laughs> <Sony>. more dollars. <laughs> exactly, that's the way it should be. <laughs> I love it. And speaking of things being the way they should be, Godfall released a patch. Just today, I think as we're recording this, fixing all kinds of bugs, all kinds of issues, wrapping them all up, saying, hey, this achievement wasn't working, it wasn't unlocking for people. Now it will. Now it's the way that it should be. Hey, this interaction with this character over here with his buffs and stuff, it wasn't working the way it should be. Now it's working the way it should be. Good on you, Godfall. You guys over at Counterplay Games, you're doing the right thing. You're keeping it supported. I saw it, and I went, man, that's great of them. And I went, man, Eric and I are such dirty, dirty bastards. Oh, man, I'm into gaming funk. What should I play? Oh, wait, we talked about Godfall like a month ago, how we need to get back in there and play it. Did you do it? No, you didn't. Did I do it? No, I didn't. We are bad people. But Counterplay yeah. Games, they're the good people. They're the good people. And you know what? <laughs> the one little thing I saw looked out for me was like, hey, that... Uh, the loot bonus, that was 1% scales up to 5%. It wasn't working. It was like just staying at 1%. Man, how happy is everybody going to be mm-hmm. that it's now going to max out at the 5% that they should have been getting this whole time? They're going to see so much more loot and have so much more fun, and that's great. And I want to be part of that too, and I should be, but as Matt said, we're just rotten, just rotten humans. Yeah, we deserve the worst. I was cleaning up my gaming space the other day. I had you know a couple games that I had bought cases just sitting in the entertainment center. 
And I was like, I don't like just this, this case is just rummaging about. I'm going to go put them with the rest of them. And so I opened up the drawer that had the cases in it, and Godfall was sitting right on top. Like, the dude was staring at me off the cover going, come on, bro. And I went, oh, but I'm really sleepy right now. I'm going to put you in tomorrow, dude. And then I didn't because I'm a bad person. He, he looked at me. He, I can't even remember his name now. Oren, Oryx. He used the verdict your eyes. That's, you don't even know. I had so to do amazing. it. I was like, I'm ashamed. <laughs> Shut the door. <laughs> I, I can't help you, man. Your, your wolf brother, he beat you. I, I just can't. There's nothing I can do. I got, I got it. you into the place with the lady and the, and the, and the vendor, dude. You got it from here, brother. You got That's it. Right. I know you did. Take it up. I got you the second level. I need you to be a big boy. Just march on forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're terrible. Yeah, we are. We are. But you know who's not terrible? That's Square Enix. Oh, They're yeah. over there making moves, hustling. They're like, man, post-COVID world, we got to figure this out. Hey, who does things right? Nintendo does things right. They have all these cool directs and, and, and just showcase what the hell they're doing. And, and it's fun. And everybody seems to love it. Well, why don't we do that? Sure, sounds like a great idea. So, here we are. We just had our first one, and they promised one coming up in the summer, too, which is going to detail some more of their games and what they're up to. So, we got a roadmap for Square now, which I love because I love Square. But, today they did one, and they showcased and had like a lot of cool stuff with all sorts of stuff. Was anything interesting, Matt? Was, what, was, what was popping over here? Well, I got to say, I appreciated the big Outriders like front load with this. Now, granted, a lot of this stuff was stuff you and I know because we're in the demo, we're in it, we're all about Outriders, we're going to get it on PS5 and have a great drunk of time with it. But one thing I appreciated was like seeing the beasts, like uh-huh. all, all the mutated animals and all this stuff. And then as it got further into the presentation, it was right around the end. It was like, oh, you're Outriders. As you get more powerful, you're going to venture out past the settlements and you're going to figure out the history of this crazy world and its dark secrets. And then they started going down into like lush environments and caves. And there were, there was color and brightness, just like, just like my camera just did where it flashed up like bright. All of a sudden it wasn't Mm -hmm. all dark and dank. I went, this is, I was, I was waiting for us to talk about Outriders again. So I could say, I really hope there's some color and vibrancy and bright stuff in this game. And it's not just dirty humans in a dirty hovel where everything's brown and gray. So I got very excited when I saw that. Yeah, the minute I saw all the beasts and different creatures, I just went, whew, we're all right. Mm -hmm. This isn't a game of just always fighting some kind of apocalypse, people who just lost their freaking minds and Mm -hmm. we're all crazy. It makes no sense of why we're crazy, but we are. Here we go. Nope. There's magical creatures and weird things going on, and you get to explore and figure it all out for yourself. I'm 100% on board. I do got to change up what my character looks like because, you know, a couple of their characters are showcasing the demos. I'm like, yeah, you guys look real cool. Mm-hmm. And my chick looks just kind of average. Like, I'm just a regular chick. I'm just hanging out. And I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, I got to fix that. And you know what? You can fix that because the first thing you can do is immediately after making character, you can just go transmog and change up how you look and everything however you want. Well, I should say the barbershop because transmog is a whole different right. story. So let me not confuse you. Barbershop it and change up everything. But eventually you will get the transmog like we talked about. So when uh-huh. you see that character with the badass armor, you just be like, nah, I like my stuff, but let me look like that dude. I want that upgrade. Mm-hmm. So I was super stoked and excited to see that trailer. I had a lot of fun with it. Can't wait. We're already on board. We're there. Now, a game that I, I saw a little bit about and then was like, well, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Was that Project Athea thing? 
which was like a demo, and then they said it was real. Yep. All right. Then this time they just showcased a whole shish kebab of it and said, hey, actually, the title right now is Forspoken. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm still sort of on board, but, you know, you got to show me more. I'm not really understanding. Yeah. And then the chick comes on, and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, well, what's going on? It sold me when the dragon comes on the screen, and then she goes, is that a motherfucking dragon? Uh-huh. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's pretty much what I would say. If uh-huh. Someone dumped me if I woke up and was like, oh, this is a weird place. What the hell's going on? And a dragon show up. I said, what? What the fuck? <laughs> and then I'd go run and hide. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's kind of what happened. I was like, oh, that's really cool. It's, you know, true to life. You know, chick being exported into some kind of weird environment. And then I went, okay, well, that doesn't explain how she gets powers and becomes actually capable in this world so immediately before i saw anything else i'm like wait a minute the trailer has her flying around maybe they changed what they're doing with this and then i was like well this will be a fun topic matt how about a game where you are just a normal schmuck getting tossed in this crazy and you know fantasy world and then all of a sudden they started showcasing her throwing fireballs throwing up to earth water strikes flying around i went okay it's not that game so apparently very shortly in you're gonna (laughs) get some kind of powers from said bracelet or whatever the hell it is you're wearing and the Mm. guy or gal whatever it is that's talking to you and you're gonna become something more than what you were so i'm like well that would have been a cool topic to talk about but it didn't happen this is gonna definitely be a really power fantasy type game i'm still on board though it's definitely going to be a, you're the chosen one or the prophesized one. Mm-hmm. You came, the, the brace that chose you. I think that's who she's talking to. That's in my head. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. It's it's the device that, you, that you're interacting it's with. It's Merlin. It's Merlin. Yeah, something like that. But seems really cool. I mean, I, I didn't see too much of it. I watched a little bit of like the extended trailer that they put on their social medias, but it was mostly the actress talking about the game and mm-hmm. how excited she is. But looked cool. It's something I'll keep an eye out for. And then something else that I know you will frown upon but and yeah. I frowned I frowned upon first because they were like, "Hey, Outriders!" And I went, "Cool!" And they went, "Hey, you guys got phones, right?" And I went, "Oh, brother, don't do this to Blah. me." And they showed off some phone games. And I went, "Ah, eh, phone games, phone games." But then they said, "Hey, check it out!" And they didn't show anything about it, not a single thing. They just showed a fun video. But they were like, "Hey, we're bringing Space Invaders back with some kind of new AR game." And I went, "You know, I'm not a big phone gamer." I'm not really sold on a lot of AR stuff, but just recently I downloaded Animal Crossing Pocket Camp just to toy around with it, and there's a little AR camera where you can put your little Animal Crossing dudes in the room and take pictures of them, and I went, that's pretty cool. And I went, you know what, if Space Invaders, you know, if I'm playing it on my phone and I hold it up and the Space Invaders are coming down my Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey poster and I'm defending it at the bottom from the Space Invaders, that'd be pretty cool. Or if Mm -hmm. I'm at work... You know, and there's like a like a Teams meeting, and I'm like, hey, I'm not listening to this. And I'm just like, I'm playing Space Invaders over these jerks. That'd be awesome. I'm not like super excited, but I have interest in seeing what this is going to become. Yeah, the phone stuff, definitely. I was like, okay, just cause the Space Invaders thing. And I was like, oh, that's neat. But you know me, I'm not about the phone life, so yeah. I was like, oh, cool for phone folks. A game that's still not for me. But I do feel like we should mention it. It's definitely Life is Strange, True Colors, Mm -hmm. was announced. It's coming. Now, I have played Life is Strange, and I tried to play Life is Strange 2, but I couldn't do it. It's just not my jam. Uh, I only played all the way through one because I'm just, I guess, a glutton for punishment. (laughs) It wasn't really clicking with me. (laughs) But I I got to the point where I was a few hours in, and I was like, well, I'm too far in. I'm too far in. I got to finish now. I got to do this thing. So I did. 
you know, and made my choice and, you know, the whole vortex thing and all that good stuff and did all that. And, and I'm like, eh, teach your own. I'm just not, I don't know. I was hoping that maybe this time around they were going to change the angle on this, like really go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Like make it a franchise of experiences. Like life yeah. is strange, but. Maybe different age groups, you know, like. And I was like, maybe you can get me in by having like a 40-year-old who is mm-hmm. having issues or something. Because, hey, that's me. Yeah. You know, but it, once again, they went with this 18, 19-year-old kid who is having a tough time and thinks life's so hard. And, you know, they don't really understand what life is yet. They're kids. But you're supposed to feel compassionate for them in their tough times. And it, and a lot of people, sh- I'm sure they do. But I don't because I don't care. They're kids. They don't know what life is. So each their own. <laughs> no, I mostly agree with this. I did play the... The Life is Strange spinoff, uh, like Captain Stupendous, Adventures of Captain Stupendous or whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, that was yeah, that, I that free that demo. Mm-hmm. That was cool because it was about a, a like a young boy, and I remember being a kid in a, in a family that had troubles. So that kind of resonated yeah. with me. But again, Life is Strange. I'm just a, I'm just a normal fella. I'm an old man now. I don't like teenagers in media a lot. So if people do love those games, great. Like I, I, yeah. I hear that they're great experiences, and you know, especially if you live through those kind of times. But I didn't, so it's never really spoken to me. But I watched the little bit of the trailer. I caught it just before we went live here to do this, and the graphics looked great. Oh, they did. Looks good. Plus, aren't they doing like a Life is Strange remastered collection with one and mm-hmm. two all upresed mm-hmm. for the current gens and stuff? So. Which is super exciting for folks because then you can pop in there with the better graphics and. Get up to date. And I saw a side-by-side screenshot, and it looked phenomenal. It looked great. So yeah. if you're a Life is Strange person, you got good stuff to look forward to. And I think that was Lord doing the song for the trailer. And okay. that was just a that was a pretty jamming song. You know, I like that. It was all moody and cool. You know, and so don't get me wrong. There, there was some cool stuff there. This is why I mentioned it. It's look, just... Look at him. Look I, won't, at him I won't play Look at him, folks. We're, turn, we're slowly turning him into him. a moody teenage girl. You could do it, Ed. Um, Come on now. I could do it. I can go all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you said going all the way in. There's a game I'm going to go all the way in on, and I didn't know anything about it until I saw this presentation, and I went, I got to know everything about this game. And I watched the extended trailer, and I heard more awesome music from it, Bu- and I looked it bubble, up. Bubble, 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 bubble for friends. I know that's what you're going to say. I knew you're it. close. You're close. <laughs> you're real close. <laughs> it's Toho Spell Bubble, baby. You got crazy uh, J-pop music going on. You got Puzzle Bobble going on. I looked it up. It's out. It was out like last year for the Switch. I'm, I'm going to play it. I'm going to get it. And it's also not only those two things, but it's like rhythm action Puzzle Bobble. And then you're listening to the crazy J-pop music and crazy anime girls with an anime girl story. Oh, my God. It's all the things that I love. It's perfect fun. It's freaking amazing. The, just the track that played over that little brief bit we got in the presentation. Oh. Mwah. Chef's kiss, beautiful. Chef's kiss, so wonderful. And you listen to the extended thing that they put on the socials. Oh my god, so good! It made my heart swell up like, ooh, like sixteen sizes. I'm like, poof! I turned into the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I was so full of heart and love. Oh my god, Toho Spell Bubble, baby! I can't wait. Gosh, bless. That's a lot of stuff, man. That was a pretty good presentation. I don't know if you got more, but for me, that was where I was done. I feel good about the life. I feel good about what Square did. Uh, I will say I I was mildly hoping for some Final Fantasy 16 love and, and kisses, but hey, I understand they're gonna wait till summertime and probably do something special there with it because obviously it's not ready to come out. I don't even think it's coming out this year, but I still want to see more about like the combat, the actual progression 
the job skills, all that stuff. You know, everything. Give it to me. I want it. I really like this presentation because I was expecting literally no things to enjoy. Uh-huh. This is just like the Bethesda stuff we had last week. I don't play a lot of Bethesda games. I feel like I don't play a lot of like mainline Square Enix games that you think of as Square Enix games anymore. And I was like, ah, it might be something cool. Outriders, awesome. Toho Spellbubble, won me over. Space Invaders on my phone, like looking at my stuff. Wow, cool. It was, it was a great presentation and I loved it thoroughly. I agree. I am looking forward to Final Fantasy 16 and seeing some more stuff out of that. So hopefully that's the June one. But that's so far away, man. You know, we got to wait a little while. We got to enjoy the games that are coming to us up until that point. And boy, oh boy, as we said, there's a whole bunch of them. Oh, not to mention, it's right around the corner. Borderlands 3's next director's cut, you know, DLC. It's coming. That's right. I, it was too much. It's coming right in the middle of all the things we're supposed to be doing. That's a piece I <laughs> forgot from the news thing. They t- they teased it. They showed like a four or five minute behind the scenes of them like doing the foley for a lot of the creatures and the guns and the stuff. Mm-hmm. They did that just before we went live. And I watched it and I was like, this is so cool. And they were like, "Here's this is a taste of the kind of behind the scenes stuff you're going to get in the director's cut. So I can't wait for that. It's going to come right after quarter end. So we'll be fresh mm-hmm. as a daisy and super happy and ready and energized to play. it'll be great it is gonna be great so much to do so much to see so much to play get out there and experience it folks but before you do that how about you let us know did you watch that square enix whole little shindig did you have fun with it are you as excited as i am about square do you love their games hate their games i want to know matt wants to know what's going on in your life with old square let us know via the email thirdshiftme at gmail.com on the twitter machine at thirdshiftme and find us on Facebook under Third Shift. I'm going to say it again. I say it like every other week. <sighs> Blow the dust off your Facebook account and log in and go, hey, I like those guys. I'm going to drop them a message. Yeah, say hi to old Eric over there. He'll say hi back. He will. He's watching. He's waiting and he's listening patiently in the swamp weeds for anybody <laughs> to wake up and come out over. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's frozen under the lake. He's got a squid up his butt. He's mm-hmm. waiting to, like, <laughs> marionette up through the ice. <laughs> oh, Facebook message. <laughs> With my weird fingers that don't move right, it's going to be great. <laughs> Just be flopping. <laughs> <laughs> no, bad motor control. That's true, you know. Goodness. So... While you're in the swamp with me as Squid Eric, you can also take that money you would have used as a regular human, because now you're not, because I'm going to put a squid up your butt and turn you into one of me. Before I do that, take your money, go to Patreon and give it to us so what we can continue on as a show. You know what I mean? That would be super great, super helpful. It's like a little old tip jar. You can tip us. You can tip us the one, two, the three, the million. Okay. We're going to do a whole store at a million. You won't get to experience it because you're going to be a squid puppet, but that's okay. Somebody else will. It's not going to be a food line anymore. It's going to be the food squid. And instead of buying stuff, you'll just get a squid put inside you. <laughs> I'd like to buy this corn on the cob. Hang on a second, sir. We got Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Uh, and then you can buy those babies in the jars we've told you so much about over the years. And you can eat the babies in the jars or make them squid people. There's a lot of options going on here. I'm just telling you, going over to our Patreon and throwing a few bucks in, it might secure you one of those options. All right? I'm not promising you that. I'm just saying. It's a possibility. And there's a distinct possibility that if you're listening to this, you, well, you might not listen to the next episode. I don't know. 
<laughs> but you should, because it'll be dropping on the 25th of March on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, rating, a view, a comment, a subscription, a squid up the butt, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. God, we appreciate it. And I'm going to stick so many squids up your butts if you don't <laughs> give us five-star ratings. That's all I'm going to say tonight. All right? That's a threat. That's an open threat. I don't know where I'm going to find the squids in Michigan, but I'll find them. You've made a lot worse <laughs> threats, like more plausible <laughs> threats on this show. I don't think you're getting turned in for that one. <laughs> okay. We're getting that. We're losing. We're losing. We've got to call. There's nothing else to say, but. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. Foggy hands. <laughs> <laughs>